not necessarily the individual tasks that we're doing, that one is better than the other. Right. Yeah. Oh, my, my friend. Seamless <laughs> <laughs> transition. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what? If there's something I'm good at, it's seamless transitions um, and finishing thoughts. All right. And forgetting my point. <laughs> okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Faith to Go podcast, your one-stop shop for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your week with your friends and with your family. My name is David Tremaine, and I'm the Minister of Formation at Good Samaritan Episcopal Church in San Diego. And I'm Maya Little Sonia, and I'm the Youth Minister at St. Paul's Episcopal Church, also in San Diego. I'm Charlotte Pressler. I'm the Youth Missioner for the Episcopal Diocese of San Diego. And welcome back, everyone, to this week's Faith to Go podcast. We are so excited to have you all. So excited for week number two with Charlotte. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we assume Jackie's still listening to the podcast wherever she is, you know, though she hasn't tweeted at us. We hope anything. she's still listening to the podcast. Yeah, I can. Right. I, hope, I hope so, too. Uh, were you, what are you guys doing? How are you all? That I'm well, David. Thank That's you. great. Great to hear, Maya. I have a busy but really fun week. Um, this week is Camp Create at Christchurch in Coronado that features kids from here at Christchurch in Coronado, but also from St. Luke's. So that's another parish we get to touch this week. Cool. Really fun. That's exciting. That's so fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm over here in uh, University City in San Diego. Very green, very sunny. We hope it's very green and sunny wherever you are, unless you need rain, and then we hope it's raining. Um, so... We are in the week of July 21st, um, proper 11 in year C, and we are still obviously in Luke's Gospel, which we will be for most uh, of the rest of uh, ordinary time, which is from now all the way up until Advent. Um, We would love to, like every week, hear from you if you have any questions or comments or stories from your week of faith discussion or reflection. Send those to us uh, through the website, www.myfaith2go.org. You can email us, faith2go at stpaulcathedral.org, or you can get in contact with us, with us through our Instagram uh, account. You can direct message us there. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, we post some uh, polls and questions sometimes uh, and things for you to reflect on in your week, always always based on the gospel, just like the Faith to Go resources always are that you can find on the website. Uh, so like every week, uh, this week's resources and discussion questions are based on the gospel, which is Luke 10, 38 to 42. So uh, Charlotte is going to read that, and then we're each going to take a second to highlight one point from this gospel that we hope you take into your discussions and reflections on faith this week. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. As Jesus and his disciples went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. 
But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Short and sweet. Short and sweet this week. Um, the story of Mary and Martha. This is a story. Mary and Martha show up in a, a couple of different Gospels. Uh, in John's Gospel and Luke's Gospel. Um, Mary, this, this Mary, uh, the, the sister of Martha, uh, could be, uh, is sometimes conflated with Mary Magdalene. Uh, so it's possible that they're the same person. It's possible that they're not. There's also um, Mary of Bethany, which is the Mary of Mary and Martha from John's Gospel. And there's also all those stories that we've talked about on the podcast before of the uh, sinful woman or this woman, Mary, uh, sister of Martha, washing Jesus' feet or anointing Jesus. Uh, that story happens uh, in all of the Gospels, actually, all four of the Gospels. So uh, these characters show up a lot, and so we can we can be pretty sure that uh, they were significant in Jesus's ministry. And this story is uh, one of the one of the main Mary and Martha stories that that we that is invoked when we talk about these people. Uh, and it's this story of Martha serving and Mary listening and Martha complaining about Mary. Um, and so, just for some context, this. This story follows directly after the story of the Good Samaritan that we talked about last week. So Jesus says, go and do likewise to the teacher from last week. And then it says, now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village. And then we're into the Mary and Martha story. Um, and I think that's, that's really all to say about it. Um, one interesting note is that this week... Uh, Monday, July 22nd, is the feast day of Mary Magdalene. So uh, if this is the same Mary as Mary Magdalene, it's her feast day uh, this week. And whichever Mary she is, if she's uh, if she is her own individual Mary or if she's this Mary, uh, she is like one of the most devoted followers of Jesus and uh, so much so that she's, you know, the first one to the tomb. On that, on that Sunday morning. She's the apostle to the apostles. She's awesome. So, uh, okay, so I have the first point for this story of Mary and Martha. And uh, because it it is so short, it's there's, there's really this one specific interaction uh, that I think we're each going to base our points off of. Um, but we'll, we're going to come at it at three different it went through three different lenses and in, in three different ways. So um, we'll, we'll get we'll be able to get into some good depth with the interpretation uh, for you this week, which is awesome. Um, so the thing that jumped out to me uh, when I was looking through the story and specifically at some of the original Greek language for the story is this word. Uh, for worrying and being distracted. So when Jesus says to Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There's need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. And I, what really struck me was that this word uh, that's translated as worried um, is 
has this connotation of it has this kind of root meaning of being divided into parts uh, with the implication that you're kind of being pulled apart to go in to go to pieces kind of you're like being pulled in many different directions and and therefore it's painful to be pulled in all of these different directions um, and so this this like being pulled apart and then being uh, being distracted or what in the Greek is the word like troubled, but more like really kind of like suffering with inner turmoil um, by these many things that were, that you're kind of like uh, being, these many ways that you're being pulled, uh, many directions you're being pulled. Uh, it's really interesting to me that, that Jesus uh, is using this language and then kind of juxtaposing that with with Mary. So there's this juxtaposition of Martha and Mary with Jesus. And so Martha is in many parts, and then Jesus says that Mary has chosen one part. So I think that is kind of like the main juxtaposition that Jesus is making. And I really like it because I think that on the surface, this comes off like Jesus scolding Martha, saying, Martha, you're doing it wrong, and Mary's doing it right. Or Martha, you should feel bad for the way that you're doing things. You're there's something wrong with your behavior, and there's something right about Mary's. And I think that, I think that so often Jesus is genuinely concerned more uh, with... Jesus is not really concerned with external behavior so much as, as, our, as the internal well-being of these people around him and, and ours as well. And so... What Jesus is talking to Martha about is this really very human response to to life, which is to you know to worry about things and and worrying being like that thing of having Jesus is is really in touch with like the headspace I think of humanity and it, it's it's really amazing because he has this incredible wisdom about what happens in our heads and I know that when I am anxious. The anxiety is from this like ping-ponging around of all the different possibilities and things that could be going wrong or all the different responsibilities I have that I need to take care of all at one time. And, and so this, this way of talking about anxiety as being pulled apart is really incredible. And, and so what Jesus is saying to Martha is not to scold her, but, but to try to help her uh, in her own in, inner suffering because what she's ex exhibiting are kind of like the outcomes of this kind of suffering. And, and what Jesus is saying is that, that it's not that any one of Martha's behaviors is that there's anything wrong with what Martha is doing because at the very beginning it says they welcomed Jesus into their home and that that Greek, the word welcome in Greek has this implication of hospitality, of taking care of people. So there's the expectation that, that someone needs to be taking care of things. You know, if everybody was sitting at Jesus' feet all the time, everyone would die because no one would eat. You know, like there are logistical things that have to happen. But so it's not that she, not that there's something wrong with Martha taking care of people. I think, I think the, the issue is that Martha's own the way that Martha is experiencing those tasks is is troubling her 
and pulling her apart on the inside. And, you know, David, I have to say I agree with that. I would, I would say yes and um, to that, if it's okay, if I jump in there, because, like, everything you're saying is just resonating with me and making me say yes. Um, and that's because, for me, the yes and in this is comes right full circle to my rub with Martha, not Jesus's, but mine. And that's that Martha is doing all of these things to prepare for Jesus to be in her home, um, but she's not doing them with joy. She's not doing them with love, and she's not necessarily doing them because she wants to, or at least that's the way I'm reading it. And that's what's causing all of this anxiety and all of this pulled apartness in her, is that she's not choosing the task that she wants to do. Um, for me personally, I derive tremendous joy out of preparing things for people. It would be my great joy to listen to Jesus talking to Mary in the other room while I was finishing preparing the dinner, knowing I was going to go you know, out and see them when I was done, um, that I would be doing that from a place of joy and of love and without resentment um, or anxiety over missing out in it. And I think that that is what I see in this when I look at the exchange is that she was doing all of the tasks that she needed to do to provide hospitality, but how was she doing them? And I think that every day in life we're faced with choices and opportunities and we get to choose how we live into them. Now there's things that we have to do. Of course, you know, there's things that you, ha if you have no groceries, you need to go to the grocery store and get them. But if it's that you don't have anything that you really want to eat, well, you could eat something that was just in the house and choose to spend more time with your family instead. If that's what's going to give you greater joy, if that's how you're going to show your love to them. And I think that in this instance that Martha chose the thing that she had to do, which charged, which caused her anxiety and turmoil and this pulled apartness um, and separated her from Jesus and from showing her love to Jesus instead of choosing the thing that would have brought her joy, which would have been it sitting in her feet. Now that doesn't mean that everybody would have reacted the same way, but for Martha, that was her challenge. And I think that it's really important to honor that not just the things that we're doing, whether the right thing or the wrong thing was doing the preparations or sitting at Jesus's feet. It's the way that our heart is doing them. Yeah. And that, and I think that, Jesus is pointing to this, the truth that focusing on one thing, going into depth in one thing, can be its own spiritual experience, no matter what that thing is. That that mm -hmm. that Mary, that Martha could have had a deeply spiritual experience, and have had that same revelation of truth in focusing on one thing that wasn't necessarily the exact same thing that Mary focused on, which was sitting in front of Jesus and listening that, right. that if right. there was a focus on one thing, whatever that one thing was she was doing, that that would have brought her to, you know, a deep connection with Jesus as well. I think that, um, that pulled apartness had to have been a horrible feeling for Martha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that if she had been able to focus on the one thing mm -hmm. and if the thing she had chosen to focus on gave her joy and she was able to do it with love, mm -hmm. um, that the interaction might've been very different for her. Mm -hmm. And I also think that that on a on another level, there's kind of that the Jesus is this story is kind of showing us this balance. It's making me think of of Richard Rohr and the Center for Action and Contemplation. And uh, like you said before, it's a yes and 
and that Richard Rohr says that one of the, like the most important word in English is and because it's it's combining these two things and for him it's it's action and contemplation and that Mary and Martha are are showing us the importance of combining the two that but but that with that one without the other uh, that action without contemplation that like action without this intentionality and of s- intentionality of spirit and intentionality of depth turns into this like worried frantic way of being which only causes us and the people around us more suffering and so that it's all about like you're saying the approach the approach to how we do whatever we do not necessarily the individual tasks that we're doing that one is better than the other right yeah um so I'd like to speak more about the hospitality aspect of all of this because I mean at that time you know hospitality was everything and you know, how you welcome people into your home was really, I think, indicative of your of your character um, at the time. And it, and it is now, of course. I think we have less of a hospitable spirit in a way, you know. I feel like people, I mean, and, and maybe, I don't know, for various reasons, but very rarely, you know, someone comes knocking on our door asking for a place to stay and, and we, you know, do that. But um, I kind of found it interesting just the different ways that Martha and Mary showed hospitality towards Jesus and that both were forms of welcoming Jesus into their homes. Um, Mary was listening to him speak and teach and holding space for her, him in, in, in their conversation, in their dialogue, and just listening to him. And, you know, just as he was... Um, taking the taking advantage of taking advantage is a weird phrase, but you know, um, reaping the benefits of being in community and, uh, the hospitality of Martha physically, she was also, um, reaping the benefits of having him in her home, that there's like this really awesome symbiotic, mutually beneficial thing that happens when we show hospitality and that, Whole, that there are different ways to show hospitality, of course, right? So Martha's, you know, preparing the food and running around. And and as Charlotte mentioned, that is the way that, you know, she would love to do that, you know, that she loves to, you know, show love to people in that way. And Mary's doing something different, although they are both hospitable. And so I wonder how we can hold space for people and listen to them and how... Whereas we might not show hospitality, or we may, you know, if you're like me, uh, it would be inhospitable to cook for someone. It might be seen as a hostile threat. Um, <laughs> it would be uh, almost an insult. No, I'm kidding. But I just feel like uh, listening to people, holding space for them. And I just really think about, so St. Teresa of Avila had this whole perspective about like here is the king of the universe and he has decided to make a home for himself in your heart and she just describes you know making room for him in in making a a, a palace in your heart he decided to humble himself down from a palace to live in your heart so how we might clear space in our lives to welcome him and show hospitality to the, the king of everything you know so I thought that's really cool, and that's what that reminded me of. I also, 
I, I this this phrase there is when he says Martha Martha you are worried and distracted by many things there is need of only one thing and and actually the another way to translate it is there is need like the the that the thing that is necessary is is small like the smallest thing there's a what is really required is small it's like mm-hmm. tiny it doesn't have to what what Martha is doing is so like all those parts are part of like this giant whole. She's like trying to do everything. And what Jesus is saying is that what is really, what is necessary, like the thing that this, like there is a, there can be a small offering that is equally impactful. Uh, That, that it's not about, you know, doing everything all at once, but that doing these small, these small things, uh, what is like the next small thing that I can do, mm-hmm. and and it's like less overwhelming and equally as as impactful and important, and something intentionally versus everything. Yeah, yeah, and that's the and that's like the the thing to me is here is about Jesus trying to call us back to being present about presence. And, that's relatable, and that it's really always so important when Jesus uses people's names. You know, mm. and mm-hmm. right. he doesn't just say Mar- he says Martha's name twice. Like he Martha's right in front of him. There's no need. She's talking directly to him. There's no need for him to say her name for her to know who he's talking to. But like the first Martha is like, Martha, I'm talking to you. And like the second Martha is like, Martha, come back to where you are. Like come here, mm-hmm. be with me. You know, and that being with me can be in whatever you're doing, you know, making a meal like Charlotte, you're saying that you can be Mm -hmm. like your presence with people can be in whatever that act of hospitality is, including the tiniest, tiniest of them, Um, whatever that may, however that may manifest itself. But it's always about presence. It's always about presence. Uh, Okay, so that is three points. Uh, point number one was mine, and it was about um, uh, under a different way of, of looking at uh, Jesus Jesus's reaction to Martha and her trying to do all these many tasks and his invitation uh, to focus on one thing, to choose one thing, and to be present in that one thing. Um, number two was Charlotte's, and it was about similarly about kind of the approach to the the ways that we do choose uh, to be with people and to be hospitable to people. Um, that it's not so much about the the individual behaviors of that hospitality, but about how we approach and inhabit those manifestations of hospitality. And then mm-hmm. number three was similar to that uh, in Maya's point which was about the you know all the different ways that hospitality can be offered, uh, and and the importance of not getting mm, not getting paralyzed by the overwhelming possibilities of hospitality and the needs of hospitality, but doing one thing at a time and being mm-hmm. present in those in those individual acts, uh, and that those can be small. That actually Jesus invites them to be small. So, having heard that conversation, uh, Charlotte is going to read the gospel one more time and see if you hear anything new this time through. 
Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. As Jesus and his disciples went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all of the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Sorry, I thought I was going to keep going, but it's not. That's the end. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, for thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week to the Faith to Go podcast for the week of July twenty first, proper eleven year C. Uh, make sure to go uh, check out all of those Faith to Go resources uh, at the at the Faith to Go website www.myfaithtogo.org. Make sure to go check us out and follow us on Instagram and keep up with those uh, posts and stories that we'll put up throughout the week. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or stories from your week of faith discussion and or reflection, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can contact us through the website. You can email us at faith2go at stpaulcathedral.org, or you can contact us through Instagram. And make sure to go rate and review this podcast to help other people find it. Also, tell somebody, you know, tell a friend about it. Or send a link to it. You know, there's so many possibilities with technology now, you know. So share it around. I just thought of something that would be fun. Yeah. So for the people who are listening, um, could we maybe put up a post that says Mary or Martha? I want to know. Like, would our listeners sit and listen at the Lord's feet or would they be cooking the dinner? Either way, I know they'd be doing it with joy. But I just want to (laughs) know. Yes. All right. That'll be our Instagram poll for this week. Uh, so check that out this week on Instagram. Make sure uh, to vote either Mary or Martha. Look for that on Monday. Uh, and until next time, please say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone.